0: hello my beautiful people yes it's joy A. again your beautiful host on a better you with spirit pen and i'm very excited to be with us all on this episode of the podcast has much been for me it has been okay i have a lot to be thankful for but i look forward to bigger things i hope we all get to march victoriously into our breakthrough this month before it runs out in the name of Jesus. It's another beautiful time on the podcast, and I hope as we go through what the Holy Spirit has for us, we're gonna have a beautiful time together. And the Holy Spirit Himself is going to minister to our arts and we'll get something tangible in Jesus' name. Amen. Enjoy. So this evening I'm going to be sharing a personal experience with you and what I learned and I mean from that experience rather. You see, in my first and second year in university, particularly my first three semesters in university, my grades were poor. (laughs) Yes, they were poor. I mean, when you look at my score sheets, you're more likely to find Ds, Es and Cs than you find As and Bs. The As and Bs were really scanty. And the kind of courses where I had the Ds and the Es were those that, you know, Carried a lot of weights, the four units, the five units. <laughs> it was frustrating. I was frustrated. I was tired. I was depressed. I was disappointed. I thought about giving up a lot then. And I, th- I still think it was a miracle that I didn't have a carryover during that period. It was just so funny. I mean, I actually didn't have a carryover. Now, what is actually bringing about this particular episode was the part where I couldn't relate with the kind of advice I was getting. Now, the kind of advice I was getting was not bad advice, was not not poor advice or anything. They were good advice by all standards, but I couldn't relate to them. Now, I put in my best into those semesters, the best way I knew to. I was so sure I had done everything there was to do. I barely lived in my bed space. I barely lived at home. I, I was always reading or trying to read. So it was really tiring, you know. It was even more depressing that the more I read, the more... I worked at the, or the other I worked, the worse my grades. (laughs) I didn't know what to do. Honestly, I wanted to give up. But you see, whenever I come in contact, it's maybe a fellowship leader who asks, okay, what happened? What happened with your results? It was, I mean, because from time to time, the fellowship asks to evaluate the Grades, the results of the you know, workers in the in the workforce, and so maybe someone is going to call and ask about my result, and I'll say, "Well, I don't know. I did my best. I did what I could." But most times, what I heard was, um, "You could, you can do better. You can work harder." Honestly, those kind of advice made me cry more than even seeing the terrible results because. I believe these people they had no idea where i was coming from i mean i had done everything i knew to do i had done my due diligence the best way i knew to so the 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 advice they were giving me while it's totally legit was just not reaching me it wasn't it wasn't what i needed it was not it wasn't working and it's only You know, it's only it's the only effect it had on me was to just depress me further. Like, y'all don't understand what I've done. You don't understand how hard I've worked. If you just tell me work harder, you're not helping me. You're only depressed. You're only making me more depressed because you're trying to say everything I've done is not hard work. It's it's just it's just I don't know there. So. Oftentimes I whenever this kind of things happen, I find myself crying and wondering, okay, when is it work hard? What exactly did they mean? It was on one of these nights, I mean one of these occasions, a particular night, after the fellowship, it was a weekday, one of the leaders just made a general, you know, general statement about the results and how those who were not passing well were probably not reading properly, were not studying hard enough and how we're to put more. And just like every other situation, I was very depressed. I was I was pained. And so I just started crying. Stubborn tears were just falling and I was sniffing. And I wasn't even doing much to hold them back because I was tired. I mean <laughs> I was just I was I was exhausted. I didn't know what else to do. Where I was sniffing and crying, some other people saw me and they were like, oh, what happened? And one other lady, I've not met her. It's it's a, it's a, it's a large fellowship, so I don't know her personally, but she she saw me and she pulled me out. I was like, what's wrong? I was even telling her that, ah, nothing much, that I need to attend another sub meeting. She was like, okay, you're not okay. You are clearly not okay. And you want to attend another sub meeting. You're just going to go there and continue crying so that evening because i was (laughs) i think i really needed the comfort i was just looking for someone that could actually relate i realized that that evening was not a coincidence it was it was divine intervention because this lady turned out to be a godsend a real angel in human form i mean it was like evan just sent her like okay this girl you're always crying always crying (laughs) It was she was sent as a means of comfort to me that evening I spilled and I explained everything that was going on and She she smiled and decided to share her own story also with me You see She started as a high flyer She had very good grace in her first semester only for the second semester to come and It was like everything just spiraled Know, down she even had a carryover and since then till that point of speaking which was her fourth and penultimate year she had recorded at least one carryover every year it was surprising it was the founding i don't even have an explanation for it till today but i do know that that's you know experience she had and the fact that even in the midst of our own troubles she had found comfort she had found a form of understanding that no matter what happens no matter what was happening god understood everything god saw our doing our due diligence god saw how everything was turning out and he had a, a, a reason for everything for the fact that she had gone through that situation and she had found that kind of comfort and understanding with the holy spirit it made her the perfect candidate to comfort me that day she encouraged me that night it wasn't just a matter of oh you could study harder because she understood what it means to study hard and still not get the kind of result you're hoping to get she understood what it means to to be seen as a kind of unserious student when your results are not good despite the fact that you're probably more serious than the person with a row of A's so it wasn't a situation of oh you can work harder, oh you can do better oh maybe there's something you're doing that you're not supposed to be doing or maybe there's something you're not doing that you're supposed to be doing you know all those kind of stuff she was able to help me understand that it was only going to get better she prayed with me, and she kept following up on me. Men and brethren, in the second semester of my second year, I can still remember, before the exams, I called her, and I told her I was tired. I was exhausted, and I was thinking of writing another UTME. At that point in question, I think she was, she was doing her own IT and was not in school, so it was a call. But she made me understand that I, I couldn't just give up like that. That's she believed I was very close to my breakthrough. I had a GPA that, you know, my results from that second semester of my second year gave me a GPA that I had long stopped dreaming of having. You see, that experience, with that lady, brought me to my first understanding of 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 4. It says in 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 4 that who comforteth us in all our tribulation that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. That lady was able to comfort me because she herself had been in my, in my shoes before, she had been comforted by the Holy Spirit and she was able to comfort me with the same comfort wherewith she was comforted or with the same comfort with which she had been comforted now now in my school you don't get to see the results of your of a preceding semester of a particular semester rather till I mean the next semester most times weeks into the next semester so I didn't see the results of that second semester of my second year till First semester of my third year, in fact, weeks after resumption. But something spectacular happened at the beginning of that semester, even before I realized I'd gotten my breakthrough. In my fellowship, at the beginning of every session, new students are coming in, okay, so we have outreaches for them, and that's So that um, affects, we need to have planning meetings and all of that at the beginning of the session, even before the returning students resumed. However, I wasn't present for for those planning meetings or even the outreaches for that matter. But during those planning meetings, some representatives are selected. Those representatives are called faculty representatives and they are to represent each faculty or more like ed, each faculty, you know, in the church, in the fellowship. Now, at the beginning of, I mean, during that planning meeting, even before I saw the results I was talking about, I was selected as one of the faculty reps for the biological sciences. I mean, the sciences in general. Now, immediately the selection happened that day a friend more like a senior friend she was done she finished the previous year but she was around just for the outreach before she finally left you know school so she was the one who chatted me up and made me understand that i had been selected a faculty rep now let me tell you a little bit about faculty reps i always believed (laughs) faculty reps were best in every faculty you know model students it's model grades that the younger i mean the junior students can look up to and can go to for help and encouragement and all of those things so (laughs) when she made me to understand that i had been selected uh, a faculty rep i i was i mean i didn't believe her honestly she took offense, of course, because it was funny. She she had never lied to me about anything before, so it was funny. But she she didn't understand why I couldn't believe the fact that I'd been selected as a faculty rep. Anyway, as I planned to resume to school, I was convinced there was a mistake, a mix-up somewhere. And I was... Even prepared to hear the church, I mean, the fellowship leadership make me understand that, oh, sorry, there was a mix up. You were not the actual person selected, blah, blah, blah. So I was ready for it because I simply refused to believe I'd been selected a faculty rep. I mean, on what (laughs) grounds? Anyway, I resumed to school and I realized that there was no mistake, it was intentional. And at that point I became confused, I'm a student who, who barely has I mean who has absolutely no idea how she's supposed to get better. I of course hadn't seen the results from the last semester I was still confused in need of so much help myself and I didn't exactly have model grades so What exactly was I supposed to be doing in that office? I was confused, honestly. And I felt I was not up to par. But you see, God does not make mistakes when he ordains people to certain offices and to do certain things in his vineyard. That was what I learned from that particular situation. Of course, as the semester um, continued, my results began to come in. And I was saying A's, B's, A's, B's. (laughs) It was actually funny because at the end of the day, I had a very, very impressive GPA. But I was still wondering what I was supposed to do in the office. I mean, before, my results was not out before I was selected. So we couldn't possibly say it was because of the fresh, I mean, the results I had the semester before that I was selected i mean the results only came in after i was selected but you see as the semester continued and i got into that position of having to encourage other students in the faculty especially junior students i came to an understanding or my second experiential understanding of that verse that i quoted earlier um, in second corinthians chapter one verse four now i realized that most of the issues coming to me were issues of i really don't know how to get better my grades are not good i i i I think this is not for me i'm not sure i can cope those were the kind of you know issues coming to me and then i realized with startling clarity why i was in that office I was in that office to do what that lady did to me the session before. Beyond just telling the students, oh, you can read better, oh, you can actually work other, oh, are you doing this, are you doing that, are you not doing this, are you not doing that. I was able to make them understand that, look at me, there's nothing to be ashamed of, before now my results were, were, were not anything to write home about. So I know where you are, I've been there. In fact, my situation was worse, but it only gets better. The fact that I could relate with them, I could feel their pain, and I could tell them practical ways I was able to get out of that situation and show them better ways to study and re- you know get better results gave me so much fulfillment that i now came to an understanding of why i was in that office i had been comforted the holy spirit had comforted me through somebody else and it was my turn to give back it was my turn to comfort other people with the same comfort with which i was comforted men and brethren between those two situations, these two, you know, experiences, I came to an understanding that giving back is a ministry of its own. But you see, you can't give back what you do not have. You can only give back what you have at once, at one point or the other received. Now, if you've never been in a certain situation and you've never, you know, had a particular challenge, you've never had to cross, you know, I mean, you've never had to make certain decisions, you've never been in certain, you know, you've never gone through certain trials, it's going to be hard for you to actually give relatable advice to somebody going through the same situation. So it's necessary sometimes that you go through certain situations if you're going to help people who are going through that situation in the future. And that is what the Ministry of Giving Back is all about in light of this you need to understand that that difficult situation you're going through or the hard time you're having does not give god pleasure and it's not like he enjoys seeing you suffer but you have to go through certain situations in life if you're going to be useful in the ministry god is going to call you to I was watching an episode of True Talk one time, you know, by Tolu, Ela, and Dara, and they invited Pastor Victor Lukoju on the show, and they were talking about handling breakups. Now, Pastor Lukoju was talking about how certain things happen for certain reasons, and he mentioned, or rather, he talked about a breakup, a very painful breakup he went through at one point in his life, and how that situation that experience has helped him to be able to help other people relate to them feel their pain and you know give them relatable advice and he also mentioned the fact that you discover that certain situations you pass through in life certain hard times you have certain trials you go through are to prepare you for the ministry god is going to call you into with this in mind you need to remember that that hard situation you're going through the hard time you're having is not going to break you you're going to come out victorious god will see you through because he has promised to see you through and to be with you all the way but not only will you come out victorious and not only will he make a better and stronger version of you you're also going to come out of it with a wealth of experience that will in be very useful and almost indispensable to the fulfillment of your ministry the ministry God is going to call you to so don't despise the process there is a reason for everything there is a reason for everything that we go through every situation we go through the Bible says For we know this that all things work together for good to them that love the lord and are called according to his purpose remember you can't give back what you never received so this situation the hard time you're having let the holy spirit take you through it let the holy spirit comfort you and you realize that sometime in the future that comfort you've received from the holy spirit is the same one you're going to transfer to somebody else You'll be able to feel their pain. You'll be able to relate to their situation and you'll be able to do more than just give good but somewhat empty advice because you're speaking from the heart, you're speaking from the perspective of someone who's been there and who's gone through it. I hope... This evening, you've gotten something valuable, something tangible from this episode. And I hope my experience, my testimony, my story is um, something that will help you to undo your difficult situations better and see it from the perspective that God wants you to see it from. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the podcast. I am Joy A. Adeomi, aka Spirit Pen, your beautiful host on A Better You With Spirit Pen. Till next time. Ciao!